peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. Holy Father, protect them in your name so that they may be one as we are one. Those words from today's gospel lesson are one of four times in John chapter 17 when the writer of the gospel of John says that Jesus prayed for his followers to be as fully and completely one with one another as Jesus was one with God. If by being one, Jesus meant being of one mind, then by the time the Gospel of John was written, Jesus' prayer had not been answered more than once. By the time the Gospel of John was written, sometime around 90 A.D., Paul and Barnabas had parted ways in Acts chapter 15, the Corinthians had been fragmented by divided loyalties and competing opinions. Euodia and Syntyche were in some sort of very public dispute in Philippians chapter 4, verse 2. And the Galatians were torn between Paul's message of salvation by grace alone and the more conservative theology of the preachers who came to Galatia from Jerusalem after Paul moved on all of which had already happened before the Gospel of John reported the prayer of Jesus for all of his followers to be as one with one another as Jesus was one with God. And from there, the divisions only grew greater. Doctrinal disagreements among Christians in the second, third, and fourth centuries helping to fuel both the formation of the final official canon of the New Testament and the emergence of church councils where creeds were written and declared Christian orthodoxy by a majority of vote of whoever happened to be in the room when the vote was taken, none of which one imagines is what Jesus had in mind when Jesus prayed that all of Jesus' people would be as fully one with one another as Jesus was one with God. Whatever Jesus meant, when Jesus prayed for Jesus' followers to become as completely one with one another as Jesus was one with God, it must have meant something deeper than agreeing with one another. We all know that from our own experience. We all have people in our lives with whom we are one, one in love and spirit, with whom we do not agree, sometimes on very important issues. I've had so many such friendships and relationships in my life across the years, people with whom I didn't agree on very important matters, but with whom I was one in loyalty, respect, love, and even delight. 
the kind of friendships which embody that beloved old Northminster mantra, agree to differ, resolve to love, unite to serve. All of which careful speech requires us to say can be easier to say than to live, particularly when those with whom we wish to be one take actions which are so hurtful and unjust to others that in order for us to be one with Jesus, we must stand up for those who've been excluded or, or marginalized. And so please don't hear me saying that for Jesus' people to be as united as Jesus prayed for us to be is simple or easy. To the contrary, it can sometimes be difficult beyond words. However, while it may sometimes be complex to embody, there actually is a way for all of Jesus' people who, who wish to, to become as one with one another as Jesus prayed for us to become, which is for all of Jesus' people first to become more completely one with Jesus. Of course, not everyone will even agree on what it means to be one with Jesus, but to me, what it means to be one with Jesus is, is actually rather clear if the four Gospels are a trustworthy record of the words and works of Jesus, then what it means to be one with Jesus is not a mystery. Read the four Gospels and watch for those moments when Jesus makes those big summary statements. Moments in the Gospels when Jesus sums up what matters most, places such as Matthew 7, 12, do to others as you want others to do to you. This is the law and the prophets. Or Matthew 22, 37 through 40, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And John 13, 34 through 35, I give you a new commandment that you love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are mine if you have love for one another. To read the four Gospels is to see and know that it is that life of love which mattered most to Jesus which means that for us to be one with Jesus might mean getting up every morning and deciding all over again that what mattered most to Jesus will matter most to us the life of 
love, which never says or does anything to anyone that we would not want said or done to us. To live that way would be to become one with Jesus. And when we become one with those who are one with Jesus, then Jesus' prayer from John 17 will at last, at least a little, be answered by us. Amen.